0: Okay, let's begin our discussion of Parshas Vayeshef. Uh, there will be a shir next week, Bezrat uh, Hashem, whoever can make it, the Wednesday of Hanukkah. But uh, next week we will uh, we will have a shear Wednesday night, regular time. Um, okay, let us start our discussion. Tonight we will have 80%, first uh, five thoughts or so on the parsha, and then we'll have two thoughts related, one of them related, one of them separate, in Yohanei Hanukkah as... We approach this, um, this special holiday. Okay, so let's start off with with Parsha's Vayeshev, uh, the first of Shabboshanika. Um Tav shin ayin. Vayeshev Yaakov, The Parsha starts off, Yaakov lived Beeretz Mugure Viv Beeretz Canaan. Yaakov lived in Canaan, he came back after the journey, after the meeting with his brother, and he bought a plot in Shrem, as we read in the last Parsha, and the Torah just went through all the toldos <coughs> of Esav, so now we finish with Esav, and now this is the roots of the Shvat and the, the Shiftei So Yaakov sits; he wants to live in Eretz Kanat Says Rashi, Vayeshev Yaakov. Where is the uh, the Rashi that we want to read? Yeah, it says Rashi, Bikesh Yaakov LeShev Bishalva. Let's just find where where the where the Rashi is. Uh, oh, it's on pasuk Beis. Elah told us Yaakov. Rashi says. Bikis vayeshev, Yaakov wanted a little rest. He's had a challenging life, somewhat busy. He's had certain experiences that any one of them would take take someone's life out of a person. He wanted to relax, he wanted to retire to Israel, exactly right, in uh, in a fine spot, an apartment in Yerushalayim, and just uh, you know live out his his uh, the golden years. Kafatz Elov Rogzosh Yosef. And what happened? Yosef's story happened. Tzadikim mavakshim leshiy b'shalva. Tzadikim want to have a little rest. Amara kadosh baruch hu lo dayin Mashem mesukan lel olam haba. Elishim shem mavakshim leshiy b'shalva b'olam hazeh. Tzadikim b'olam haba. They don't have to have olam hazeh also. So bikish Yaakov leshiy b'shalva. That was inappropriate. You ask many of them a farshim. What was so terrible about what Yaakov wanted to do? If you think about his life, Rashi quotes it later on in the Torah. Rashi notes, you think about Yaakov Avinu, what he went through, starting with Lavan, and Lavan, and Esav, and Dina, and Yosef. So many, so many experiences. So what's a little BKH, Yaakov, Yaakov, what was so bad? What was what was the Hashkafa that was negative? Says Rav Moshe, so we had a Rav Moshe last week, here we have another one. Source number one, in the Drash Moshe, Yeshiv Yaakov, PH Rashi, he quotes Rashi, then he quotes, "What is the pshat?" Line five. "Aval akavana lein yen chinuch lahabanim." Says Rav Moshe, You know what the message of this chazal is? It's about chinuch habanim. It's about educating children. What's the message? "She Yaakov Khashav sheinot zarech shuv lidog avur chinuch banav." Yaakov thought he no longer has to worry about the education of his children. "Sheim kulam b'chirei Hashem v'tzadikay olam." Yaakov thinks, look. My grandfather, he had a Yitzchak and a Yishmael. My father had a Yaakov and an Esav. Me? I have the Shif Deka. I have the Shvatim. I'm finished. They're already older. They're all Bar Mitzvah. They're all Gdolim. They're plenty old. I'm, I'm finished. I'm finished educating them. My Mitzvah of Chinuch has been fulfilled and accomplished. Says, the Rav Moshe, Shana Kodesh Baruch Hu So what does Hashem teach him? For Katsa Lavrozah Shal Yosef, what do we see? Even the oldest children and the most righteous, the job of a parent never stops. The job of Chinuch, the, the commandment of Chinuch is a lifelong experience. To teach them, to show them the proper way. You can have a 90-year-old parent and a 70-year-old child and it's still the parent's job to tell the child what to do and to help the child fulfill the derech in avodas Hashem. Yaakov Bishalva. He thought that the mitzvah of Chinuch was finished. They're already old. Yosef, 17 years old. It's fine. It's wonderful. No, no, no. The mitzvah of Chinuch never stops. There's a thought from Rav Rudinsky in the Mishka M'Tzalel. It's on Parshish Toldos. Back a few weeks that you have in Source number 2. Va'idulu an'arim, a lot of the sources related to Chinoch on Allah Torah is in Parsha's Toldos, where it talks about Yaakov and Asav. Va'idulu an'arim, Va'ihi Asav ish yode at side ish sadan, Vyakovish ta. Ubu Medris. The Medris on that Parsha is the source for the bracha that we say at a bar mitzvah, that a father says, Ba'aksheb, Tarani, Mion Shoshalzat. We had a Shir on it last year. Uh, the source of that is a Medrash. It's a Medrash agada. Amar Abelazer, third line. A person has to be involved in his son until he's 13 years old. Blessed is God. There's a major machlokah. So you supposed to say Shem Hashem or not? The Ramah says no. The Grah says yes. Many achronim say you should say Shem Hashem. It's a real bracha. But the Minog in most places is like the Ramah and that is not to say Shem Hashem. Barak Shep Tarani Me Onsho That's the bracha. Blessed is Hashem who has exempted me. That has been pottered me. Me Onsho Shoseh. Which is usually understood, eh? and that's what he says. Yesh O'Rim, Mishanaseh, B'No Bar Mitzvah, Yavarak Barakla Hashem, HaKinem, HaKalam, Shep Tarani Me Onsho That's the maharil, Umisayim Ramah, B'Tolo Barakla Hashem, HaMachos. As we just said. So that is the source. The question is, what does that bracha mean? What does it mean? Barak Shep Tarani Me Onsho On the surface, what do we usually say? Ah! Oh, you're on your own, kid. Right? I've had 13 years of your punishments. Okay. Now you gotta. You're. You're. You're only. Only. Oh, we're, we're. We're like saying what we're washing our hands. Finished. No more mitzvah. I'm finished. I'm finished. I've had 13 years of changing diapers of dealing with this. But now you're on your own. Of course not. Can't, it can't. It can be what the bracha means. Right? The Kadmonim, the early sources wonder. How is it possible to make a bracha? No more Mitzvah of Chinuch. Chinuch is finished. It can't mean that. See, quotes from the Baal Shem Tov. He says, no, no, no. This is what the Bracha means, and it gives us an insight in not only that the Mitzvah of Chinuch never stops, like Rav Moshe says, but what happens to the Mitzvah of Chinuch at age 13 and beyond. Says the Baal Shem Tov on the left side. HaBaal Shem Piresh on line 2. Sha'ad gil yud gimol, Chinuch ha'av who schar What do we say? Berach sheptarani may ownsho What does may ownsho mean? It means from punishing this child, because when a child is very young, the only thing that works is incentives and punishments. That's what works. If a child does something good, so then a child's father gives him treats and. And lollipops, kade lafaiso, laham bederach zeh, wonderful, I'll give you a lollipop, I'll give you whatever it is. Vim e'na ben o and if a child does not act properly, absolach le kaim estere shlomo you have to follow shlomo, yasser ben chavian ichacha. Punishments and rewards. That's what happens, that's all the young child understands. You can't speak to a six year old, oh, you're ready to have tevekus? Right, a Baruch who wants to be close to you. Hashem loves you. Let's let's have a spiritual experience. A 6 year olds not going to get that. At least normal, maybe the Gra, just reading the the new that new biography out of the Gra or some biography I was reading last night so he knew all of Tanakh when he was 3. Okay, so maybe the Gra when he was 6, you know, he's on that level, but for the ordinary um, ordinary among us, you know it's not going to work. Scharva Onesh. will shall Davar. Explains the uh, Rav Tzalel, who upi Divri a gemara. The gemara says she yetsahara sholeit ba adam o misha zitziro o misha zitziyem ibet nimo. We get the yetsahara very early in life, very early in life, either at birth or you know at uh, even before that. When do we get the yetsa tov? That comes a little later. I'm not my yetsa tov shab adam o nichnas po legil yud gimel until we reach gavlus. So that's when we don't really we're not really balanced. Only then is a child at the maturity level to appreciate the true reward of his or her actions. To give the true intellectual and emotional goals that we try to fulfill as we act and behave as Ovde Hashem. So only at that stage. You don't have to find punishments anymore. It's probably not going to work. A child stands at his bar mitzvah, and the father says, "Baruch Shev Tiranim." Says the Bal What is he really saying? Bar Hashem, I've passed the stage of of chinuch that I have to give schar va'onesh. Now, son, you are so mature that I could talk to you like an adult. Like I could talk to you and say let's learn something because this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants let's learn something not because you have lollipops not because you have a you have a some gashmi reward so says the that's what the Bal Shem Tov says I'm finished with the Onshim and now a different stage of Chinuch occurs meaning like Rav Moshe says Chinuch never ends it just takes on different forms at different stages of a child's life Younger is at certain, certain types of chinuch, but as the child gets older, different ages are needed. We have to start appealing to their intellect, to their emotions, and that's what it means. No more onshim, now we reach another stage. He doesn't quote it, but this is shades of the Rambam. The Rambam talks about this in Pirish of This will finish our first thought. The Rambam in Soros number three, in Sanhedrin, in Perechelech, one of the Rambam has three famous introductions. Three famous Hakdamas. He has a Hakdama to, it's printed in all one volume, Osadar of Kuch, Hakdama Mishnah. He has the, a Hakdama to all Shas, Jesus is in Mishnah, that's Hakdama to, Pir, to pirsha and Mishnah. Yes. He has a Hakdama to Pirkei Avos, also called Shmona Prakim. And he has a Hakdama to the last on Sanhedrin, called Hakdama to Chelek, which is all about the, um, that's where the Animamans come from, comes from the Rambam, the 13 tenets of, uh, of Judaism. So there, it talks all about Olam Haba, Yemosah HaMashiach. So at the beginning of that uh, of the, that Hagdama, the Ramam discusses why the Torah doesn't mention what Olam is going to be like. The Torah always talks about physical rewards. We're going to have rain. We're going to get a long life. So in that context, the Ramam talks about different children and different people at different stages need different incentives. V'ataha ma'ayin, source 4 listen to my mashal it's obviously a translation the Rambam wrote Pierce Mishnah is in Arabic it's a Hebrew translation only the Mishnah Torah was written in the Rambam's Hebrew so it says the translation it says a young child goes into the cheder goes in to learn Ela shihu machmas daito a child cannot realize he doesn't have the capacity to realize what he's doing he's going to Yeshiva, he's learning Torah Velo ma mena shleimos, that this is going to bring him shleimus he's going to reach the level going up the spiritual ladder a child can't re- realize that so what happens says the Rambam skipping a few lines how does a how does a machanech, Um, motivate the child. I'll give you some nuts, some dates. They're a tough life without lollipops. I'll give you a piece of sugar. piece of sugar, maybe that's better. I don't know, so And then the child will do it. And we have to appreciate this stage also. If a child is four or five years old, a parent, we cannot say talk to them about getting close to getting close to Hashem. Oh, it's amazing! It's what we can, but we also have to, you know, that by by the minhag of Klal Yisrael is by the upsharin, you put some honey because you wanted the, on the letters. You don't just make him read the olive face. Got to make it sweet. Got to give them a good taste. So you give him nuts or, or figs. So and their kavane is not for the erech. Eating that sugar. Right? Why did the child come to shul? To get the lollipop. Right? And if the lollipop's not there, why did I come to shul? Candy is not here the Shabbos. I shouldn't have come. But that's all point of coming to shul at certain stages. But that's what a child, to be mitragel them, to make them uh, become a cousin, to come to shul. Fine. Gets a little older, says the Rambam. Line 17. When his brain gets a little sharper. Oh, come on. Nuts? Piece of sugar? I'm beyond that. Right, so now we have to go a little higher. But we're still not at the ultimate. Line twenty. I'll get you new sneakers. Obegit I'll get you a leather jacket. I'll get you something. Some gashmias. Right? When we're a little bit right, teenagers. Right? Also a lot of times they also need a little chizuk. Even more, I'll get you the Even at that stage, says the Rambam, we're not totally there. And you keep going up. And the Rambam says, you get a little older, sometimes we never outgrow this. Right, says the Rambam. And we start talking about money. Now we start talking about money. right? And again, we continue, we continue. And then finally, he says, some people never outgrow this, says the Rambam. And that's why he says the Torah never talks about Olam Haba because it's something for hard for us to imagine. And line 7 and 8, he says sometimes you even have to tell him, you know what? <laughs> Just keep learning so you'll know a lot of Torah. People will call you Rabbi. That's also obviously Shalom Lashma. Mish-Tadlim line 7, Ma'shu Yoter Chashub Mizeh, Vavim Olam made Kidei Shetiyah Rav dayan Yechabducha B'nei Adam, People will give you Kavit. V'yamdu Mipanecha, V'yekaymo varecha, etc. Says the Rambam, those are all levels that are needed, but ultimately, if we keep having these needs, says the Rambam on line 14, v'kolzeh Maguna. that's not the ultimate level. Obviously, the ultimate level is to learn for the learning, to realize the inherent value of it, but that takes time and that takes maturity. But everything is different stages. And that's exactly what the Baal Shem Tov says, v'raq sheptarani me'on by Gavos no more punishments but we have to try to appeal to their values in, to, and to their intellect and that's what Rav Moshe says Yaakov. Yaakov, he thought Chinook was over the answer is Chinook's never over it just takes different forms that is the message of the Baal Shem Tov and that's the first message that we talk about that we talk about tonight okay so we have the story of Yosef HaTzadik a lot of dreams of dreams, maybe we'll talk about it more next week. Lots of dreams. Yosef has dreams, Paro has dreams, many people have dreams. Yaakov had a dream a couple weeks ago. You know, more dreams and safer braces than the entire rest of the Torah. So, says the beginning of the parashah, describing the hatred that started between the brothers. Elo told us Yaakov, Pasigbeiz, Yosef, Hayaro, He was 17 years old. Vehu naar es bnei Vilha vees bnei Zilpa nishay Aviv. Vehu naar. He was a lad. S sometimes means im. With the bnei Hil, Bill on the bnei Zilpa. So Chazal already pick up on this. What does it mean that Yosef Yosef good, was good friends with the bnei Hil b'nei, bnei Zilpa? What about the other kids? What about his other brothers? It sounds like specifically he was near them. Vayave Yosef es di ra'ah el avihem. Yosef brings. Their negative Diba to their father. What does this mean? Rashi. As Diba Samra, uh, Karashahaya. I'm sorry, the previous, uh, yeah, the previous Rashi. Yeah, b'nei Vilha. Let's do that one. Klomar. The Eitzel B'nei Vilha. He was Ragil next to the B'nei Shvachos. L'fi shahayu Echav Mavazin Osan. Because the other brothers used to make fun of them. They were Mavaza them. Aha, your mother's a Shivcha v'hu mekarvan and Yosef said oh come on what are you making fun of them for bilan zopa and therefore Yosef was Makarif. let me stop and think about this Rashi the shifteka or being Mavaza, their brothers right yeah, the done and done and, and the right so what, what, is that, what is that supposed to mean asks Ruf Pincus Tepharashimshon Source number 4 Right? What is, how exactly we don't understand this machlokas? Obviously there was some basic, there was some basic chat, there was some basic here in terms of the hatred. Exactly, did they sell Yosef later on? We discussed that last year, the Rashbam. But there was some machlokas here. The brothers we would like to think were based on some type of svarah, just like the Rishonim tried to say they thought Yosef was a rodeif and they tried to judge him negatively. So there's got to be something. There was, there wasn't just stam. Um, Lashon hara, uh, being mevazeh barabim, says Rivpinkas. Fascinating, just the hara. Let me explain. Harikfar We learn the Gemara in brachas. In karanimahos el there are four imahos. We spoke about last week. All the letters add up. Three avos, four imahos. There are four imahos. Sar Rivka Rachavaleya. Who appears Rashi? Sar Rivka Rachavaleya. The Eich Im Ask the Tefara Shimshan. think something that we don't always think about. Imkain, Eichim Kane, Holidu Bilavizilpa Shvatim. You ever think that four of the Shvatim did not come from the imahos? We have four Shvatim. We always say, okay, I already had they had two, six, two, 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 two. two, two, two. But four of the Shvatim came from women who were not imahos. Isn't it a line? You have the Ovos and the imahos, then you have the Shvatim two of the Shvatim, four of the Shvatim, did not come from Himahos. So how, how is that, how did that work? Ella, what must it be? Machmas, Shvachos, imahos. Since the Shvachos were true maidservants to the Imahos, the Hisbatlu, Klapehen, they nullified their own existence in life. I am totally your Shivcha. Lei Rachel I'm you. I am an extension of you, All right? So Rachel even says, There was already a connection. When the Shvachos have children, it's kind of like an extension of the, the of the Ima having children. But because they nullified themselves to the Imahos, Al So they were that, they were Nechlaw. They were included. They're not Imahos really, but they are Shifchad Imos. Bill was not really Billa. And Zilba, not really Zilba. There's are and Shifcha That's good enough. That's good enough to create Shvatim. As long as they nullified themselves. Meata Yeh Cesar of Pincus, if this is true. Shahachim Savru. Maybe this was the root of the mistake of the brothers. Because maybe the brothers thought that just as the mothers have to nullify themselves in order to be considered Imahos, maybe the children have to nullify themselves in order to be considered Shvatim. Hey, if you serve me, says Ruvain, then you'll be like me. You're, you can't be independent, because if you're independent, then you're not one of the Shvatim. Only in that way will they be considered Shvatim if they nullify their own existence that's why they were called Avadim they didn't call them Avadim to be Mizalza just to disgrace them but they thought this was going to help them in being true Shvatim that's what they thought mistakenly though says Yosef HaTzadik no 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 the Shvatim are the Shvatim they each are independent they each get their own Eretz Yisrael. they each have their own stone on the Choshen they don't have to be nullified one to the other the mothers once they connected and became part of the imaus, the Shvatim stand on their own the mothers are enough and then the children the children don't have to go beyond that and then he even adds venire. He says Venera Well, let's do the second point first. He says at the end. He says maybe this is partly also why Ruvain did what he did in la- in the parsha last week's parsha. Well, Bilbel Yitzuay right the bed. Look at the last paragraph for a minute. lomar shezu gufa gam machlokas Ruvain Aviv me ohel Bilha lo ohel what did he do? Right, he said, "Why does my father's bed have to be? Is it bad enough with Rachel? But now with Rachel Shifcha, that's it. I'm moving it. Why? Ruvein <speaking> ha'yeh beshitas hashvatim, shakar lebnei hashvachas avadim. Reisha bilah ina Rachel atzma. Lachin gam tavis elboni just an extension of Rachel. Once Rachel's not there, so you got to move to Leia. She's not her own independent. She them as the Aval Avol Yaakov <speaking> saver shei kara Rachel atzma. Lachin kodedem as he <Hebrew> So it continues throughout. But the brothers were mavaza, not to be mavaza, not to disgrace. But the brothers thought this is what they needed to to continue in order for them to be shvatim. Comes along Yosef and says, no, you have to realize you have separate stars. You have separate sheaves. Separation. Because they are all they are all independent. And now go back and he says, This even answers a question that is asked on Rashi. Line 12. Right, what happened? Yosef sees the sun and the moon and all the stars bowing down. Who's the moon? The moon's his mother. His mother was already dead. So Yaakov convinces the Shvatim in that way saying obviously this is nonsense. I'm not going to become true because Rachel's already dead. It can't be that she's going to bow down. What was Yosef saying? Yosef says, wait a minute. No, I know my mother's dead, but Bila is like, is an extension of my mother. Once that's the case, so then it could be that it could be considered as the Ereach Mishtochafe this is Rav is trying to defend somewhat even though they, it was a mistake but to defend where the actions of the Shvatim came from we continue the story continue the story Yosef gets the ksones pasim, and he tells the stories Shani so the brothers go with their sheep to Shchem. Vayom Yisrael el Yosef we mentioned, we alluded to last week, all of a sudden it's Yisrael, it's not Yaakov. Yisrael tells Yosef, because this is going to be a major moment in national destiny issues. He's Yisrael here. Vayomer Yisrael al-Yosef. Halo hachecha rohen b'shem. Your brothers are in shechem. Lecha ve'eshlo hacha I'm going to send you to them. Vayomer lo, hineni. I'm ready. I know my brothers hate me, but I'm ready to go. Vayomer lo, lechna re'el shlom hachecha ve'slom Go check out the brothers. Go see how their sheep are doing bring me back word. He comes to Shechem. He finds a man. We discussed this last year. Who the man was. But here we're going to discuss the man's answer. He was wandering. What do you need? I'm looking for my brothers. where they go? You see my brothers? my brothers. Nasu They traveled from here. They were here. They traveled. Ki omrim. I heard them say nelchla Let's go to Dosan. Yosef immediately hears this. Rashi They traveled from here. What does it mean? They've traveled from here. Rashi says he seeu atsman min haachva they have traveled from the brotherhood. They have left the family love. They have no longer considered you a brother. They have left. They have traveled, Rashi says. They have gone to dosan. What is dosan? They've tried to figure out strategies to figure out how to kill you, Yosef. That's what the Ish, maybe it was Gavriel, tells Yosef. That's what Rashi says. According to the Pshat, it's the name of a place. Fine. So you have the simple level of interpretation, but then you also have the deeper level, and that is, they're not your brothers anymore, they want to kill you. Says the Ramban, quoting Rashi. Ramban, quoting Rashi, we're going to have on Tamar's Dafyomi, mention it now, that tomorrow's Daf is about a, the double portion that a Bechor gets. In the Hagdama of the Ramban, al haTorah. he has one phrase about Rashi. Lo Mishpat HaBechora He's the Bukhar. Rashi is the Bukhar. He's, he's not literally the Bukhar, But the, the commentary Bukhar, That's what the Ramban says about Rashi Many times the Ramban argues on Rashi And he's about to now but Always have to remember The Ramban says Rashi is Lo Mishpat HaBechora It's not actually in the Hakdama Right before the Hakdama of the Ramban al- Torah, He has a poem A two-page poem And in there he discusses Rashi Take a look at it uh, But let's see the Ramban Source 5 Line 4. It can't be that even according to Chazal, forget the B'shat, it can't be that even according to Chazal, this is what Gabriel told him. They're going to plan to kill you, Yosef. Because you know what, says the Ramban? If that's what he told Yosef then Yosef shouldn't have gone. She'im came. If Gavriel, the Ish, told Yosef they're trying to plan to kill you, <laughs> he wouldn't have gone. <laughs> he wouldn't have endangered himself. you know how to put yourself in danger for no reason. He wouldn't have endangered himself. Right? He would have taken the warning. Chazaw, <laughs> take Gedalia ben Achikam to task in Meseche's Nida for making this mistake. If you look in say for if you look in say for the same story is quoted in both places. You go to Gedalia, was the appointee of Nebuchadnezzar after Chorbet Baish Rishon in Eret Israel, and he was told that a fellow Jew, Yishmael, wants to assassinate him. And what did he say? No, not Yishmael. Come on, how can you say that about my good friend Yishmael? The Gemara says he didn't have to, he didn't have to like go crazy about it, but he had to take precautions. It would be down so far. So the Gemara for forts him for his own death partially. So here, says the Ramban, it can't be that Chazam meant that he said this literally. That your father, your brothers want to kill you. Then he wouldn't have gone. What really happened? Ki ha'ish Gavriel. Asher, he get he Gavriel told him something, but he left it open to interpretation. Amar lashon mishamesh panim. He said something that could be interpreted in Lakan. It could be interpreted in Lakan. B'Shnei <speaking in> HaMemet. V'hu haNistarbo. Yosef did not get the message of the danger. Somewhat unusual in that Yosef can interpret dreams. Let alone, this is just a message that, that is told him. But that's what Ramadan says. Ramban says that he was told something. achar <speaking in Lakan> He just took the man's word on the surface. achar <speaking in Lakan> And we know the history. This is the Ramban. What would Rashi answer? What would Rashi answer the Ramban? Sounds like Rashi says he meant it. Rashi says this is the Medrash. This is the Pshat. Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Source number six. No, the fact that it's literal makes Yosef's actions even all the more commendable. Because why was Yosef going? He was going because of it off. Rashi would answer simply that this brings to light the greatness of Yosef even though he was fully aware of the potential dangers involved Yosef still went to seek his brothers in order to carry out his father's instructions go now and see how your brothers are doing and bring me back news he knew it but my father the Navi told me to do it my father Yaakov Avinu he told me to go how could I not go in fact, upon failing to find his brothers in Shechem, Yosef would have had the perfect excuse to return home since his father only told him to go to Shechem and not to Dosan. Nevertheless, out of his great loyalty to his father, Yosef continued on his mission beyond the letter of the law of what his father had demanded out of his tremendous enthusiasm in fulfilling the mitzvah. That's the Lubavitcher Rebbe. It really shows the godless of Yosef Atzadik. So let's go back now. What would the Ramban answer? What's the root machlokes between Rashi and the Ramban? The Ramban, he never would have gone. Rashi, oh, he went, what a tzaddik. He fulfilled his father's words. In the continuation, the Lubavitcher Rebbe says, maybe it's a machlokes in the Rishonim about a major issue that we have a machlokas between the Rambam and Tosfas. Somewhere else. We know there's a concept of the big three. The big three have errors. Or is We have to give our life for them. What about another mitzvah, another avera? What about if if a non-Jew comes over Chasb to a Jew and says Be Machal Shabbos or I'm going to kill you? May Meikir Hadin Shulchan Aruch says we transgress. Shabbos is not tocha Shabbos is not toche. Could I volunteer? is a person allowed to volunteer to die al-Kiddush Hashem for an Avera, not one of the big three. Machlokas Rishon says the Rambam source 7, Hilchus Yisodei Torah. the Rambam feels that these halachas of Kiddush Hashem are so basic that he has to put them in the first set of halachas in all Mishnah Torah in Sefer Mada and Hilchus Yisodei Torah. right here in Perak Hay, the fifth Perak in the entire Mishnah Torah this should be only in theory. But the messages of these halachas of Kiddush Hashem are basic. Says the Rambam, Kol ba'al whoever it says that we have to transgress, we have to violate and not give our life, and instead we give our life, misa. you're already dead, but you're misa. Right, meaning in Shamayim, meaning you weren't allowed to do it. It's like suicide. It's like suicide, says somebody else doing it. But it says the Rambaum, no volunteering. Any other Aveira. The comishanam are ye harival Yavar, Vene Rivalo Hariza Kidesh Hashem. If it's one of the big three, that's Kiddesh Hashem. If it was amongst ten, there's no greater Milo than them. And the Ramam continues. That is the Ram Shita There is no volunteering. Any other Avera? besides the big three. Why these big three? We've touched on that in the past. Maybe they parallel Torah voting and Hasadim, holds up the world. But this is the Rambam. Tosfus argues. Tosfus in Mesech Avodah Zara and Zion says, you're allowed to volunteer. If you feel that the generation needs it, if you feel that this is what has to be done, yes, volunteering. V'imratza, source 8, V'imratza l'hakmir al afilo b'shar mitzvus, you are allowed to. Kumurabi Abba Barzimra, Zimra, the Yerushalmi, Shohaya eats a Ovid kachavim. Amarle achol nevela, eat this treif. The ilok lina lachar. I'm going to kill you. Amalei, ibas l'mikdal katol. said. Rabbi Zimra Zimra, go right ahead because I'm not eating it. Umach mirhaya, demisam btsinahaya. He was. This is a chumrah. This wasn't out in public where the Gemara says certain cases in public we have to do anything. But even in the case where we are not obligated, says Tosef, there's no problem, you can be machmir. Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, this is the machlokas between Rashi and the Ramban, in Parsha's Yeshiv about Yosef and the brothers. According to the Ramban, who said that if Yosef would have heard that he wasn't allowed to go give his life, he wouldn't have gone. That's the Ramban. The Ramban holds like the Ramban. Not allowed to go give your life. Yosef wouldn't have gone. It must be that there was some something that was not clear and he didn't get the message. He didn't get the nistar, only the nigla. But Rashi would have been amazing. Rashi was like Tosis. Rashi was like Tosfis, and therefore, yes, volunteering in this area for a Aim. For a Aim, one can volunteer. Good. Continuing the story. Continuing the story, the brothers meet Yosef. They take off his coats, and they throw him into the pit, and they sit down to eat a nice meal they eat, they see Ishmaelam coming in the distance, carrying spices. Pasik Vayomer Yehuda Yehuda says to his brothers. Also fascinating, just the Ha'ara, Got a lot of emails about the different Ha'aras on the Shia, even if I don't discuss it. But um, the power play that takes place in these parshios between Yehuda and Ruvain. None of the Shvatim really talk. Right do no, this. Yehuda's ideas Reuven comes back and cries Reuven says I'm going to give my two sons Yehuda stands up Yehuda, Yehuda Reuven Yehuda who's going to be the leader that's uh, not for now what, what prophet is it why should we kill him why should we kill our brother let's sell him what do we have to cover up so they ate a meal they see the Yishmaelim and they say you know what let's not kill him Let's sell him. And then the Midyanim, etc. And the story continues. There's a Medrash pliya. Medrash Pliya is not the name of a Medrash. Medrash Pliya just means a Medrash that Maha Kesher. How exactly are we supposed to understand the Medrash? Medrash is quoted the first line of the Ksav Sofer. Ksaf Sofer, Son of the Chassam Sofer, Surah number 9. The Medrash. Mabetz, let's start from the beginning. Mabetz Akinah Rog. The Medrash. The Medrash says, Akhlu After they ate, they had a nice meal. Ratsu Laharog. They were about to kill Yosef. The Almar Yehuda Ma Betza. Rabbi Yudha says Ma Betza. How could we do it? What did he mean? Eich nevarech Le lelokenu. Remember, they had a minion, right? Besides Yosef and Benyamin. they had a minion there. Well, it was Ruvein? He wasn't there. He had left. Either way, they wanted a bench. They wanted a bench. How could we say lelokenu? Ainze nevarich ele This is disgusting. How can we bench now? He doesn't quote the end of the Medrash, but the end of the Medrash says that when we make a bracha, that, which is a mitzvah, the Gemara says, it's botseya bereich ni'etz Hashem. That's the Pasik. And that's the washing of Mabetzah. How could we bench? How could we eat and then kill them and then bench? Come on. Not appropriate. Since the Ksav Sofer? What's the message? Well, if you kill somebody, nothing's appropriate. Right, what you, if we bench, benching is the problem. Says the Ksav Sofer. Unbelievable. Vahutamua, vineer o leapimashikasa third wine. Rabbiosi said, Taysi li shakyamti gimel seudos. Yossi was very proud that he used to eat three meals on Shabbos, meaning especially Shalashudas. But the Gemara does not say, Barach Hashem, that I ate three meals. It says, Barachash taysi li she'kiyamti gimel seudos. What's the difference between eating three meals and being Makayim three meals? It says the Ksav Sofer. To Hine, end of line three. Dover ze kalhu leechol gimmosudos. Anybody can eat three meals. V'kol echad yuchal lasos. Ela shekasha leechol osom l'shem mitzvah v'karasa l'shabus oneg. To eat three meals l'shem shamayim. That's somewhat difficult. To eat three meals, no problem. V'ya ochel l'shem shamayim. If ye eat l'shem shamayim, you were makayim the meals that's gonna last for you in Allahababa it has a kium it has a permanence that's very passing temporary it's gonna it's gonna leave ephemeral very right there that's up Gimosudos. We'll he ate for Baruch Hu he didn't eat for himself. Now let's continue. There's a halacha that when we bench, you have to lift up the coast. Right? make You have a kosher bracha. You have a cup of wine when you bench. You lift it up. Why do you have to lift up the cup from the ground? What's the symbolism? Symbolism of a holding a cup of wine when we bench. What's the symbol? You have to lift it up off the ground. Kos Yeshua says, "The Ksaf Sofer." You know what I think it is. We just filled ourselves with Gashmias. We just ate. We just maybe even reached achila gasa levels, but we bench. And when we bench, we lift up the cup because you know what we're saying to our Kodesh Baruch Hu, symbolizing, representing. We lift up a wine, which is the most gashmi thing we have, and we say, you know what? We want our eating to be be considered. L'shem shemayim. We ate L'shem shemayim. We ate to be healthy to serve you, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We lifted up an Akarka Tefach. because we want this food to be a kiyum. We don't want it just to be filling our stomachs. Like the Ramban writes in Ofas Deos, says the Chazaf Sopher, she Ochol L'shem shemayim. Kadesh Aide Achilo. Yila Koach L'avod Hashem. V'hini Anu Mivarken Berachas Amazon. V'yachalta V'savata. But then we have Uve that's why we lift up a cup of wine, to reflect. When we eat, we don't just eat for the gashmi pleasure. We eat, hopefully, with a higher idea in mind. Maybe we don't always focus on it, but we have to realize that we're eating, we're eating to stay healthy, in order that we have strength to serve our that's the whole purpose of eating, and that's the whole purpose of lifting up a cup. Why do you lift up a cup? To show that Kadesh we're eating for you, we're not eating for us. Says the Medrash, we just ate. Now we're going to kill our brother. Now we're going to bench. How can we bench? How can we bench after after we just killed our brother? Because what did they just do? They ate in order to get strength to kill Yosef. Now they're going to bench, which is all about symbolizing they eat for a higher, ulterior motive. To serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, says Yehuda. We can't bench. We can't bench, says Yehuda, because this is just the opposite of what benching is all about. Says the Amr Yehuda, third to last line can't bench because benching specifically symbolizes eating with a higher motive with a higher purpose you don't just eat and then fall asleep no we eat and we, th- we put it in a context the one bracha that's Doraisa, the Echalta Vesavata rachta and says Yehuda we wouldn't be able to do that that's the Medrash specifically benching would not be able to be done okay one final thought on Vayeshev which is also the transition to two thoughts on Hanukkah story of Eshis Potiphar Yosef and Potifar, skipping. Somebody asked me, "Are you going to do Yehuda and Tamar this year?" so much to talk about. Yosef and Potifar. The Pasik says, Paraklametes, Pasik Ches vai he keeps refusing the vai ma'in with the shalshalas a nenukado babai sa zemi many lo khasakhmi en mino ma haqra do this as Yosef ki mosa khash ba shirat ishtab ik as a ragdo zo zakra do this pasagud vai hi ki el joseph yom yom she spoke to Yosef every day follow shama ila ha wishava he didn't listen finally she picked a day when nobody was around everybody was out she pretended feigned to be sick and we know the story occurred. Fine. Says the one of the Khassidjasfarim, the Shar Bas Rabbim. Source number ten. Says the Shar Bas Rabbim. Bas Amru Rashi quotes this. Deep down, on some subliminal level, Ashus Potifar had good intentions. She had good intentions. Why? Ki rasa b'kohavim She saw in the stars She gedula omedeslam imenu She's going to have greatness come from her. She saw that. Vita sa shalohaya Mimena rak mi bita Nibirish Rashi But it was her daughter. It was her daughter. Not her. She jumped the gun. So she had she had good intentions. But, you know, it was too early. Ansar shalohayim Am tzorach lohovin Minayin yada zos yosef Ask, Yosef, ask the Shabbos Rabbim If she had good intentions Then had Yosef know she was Not acting with good intentions Why'd Yosef refuse? If this was in the stars How did What tipped Yosef off That she was not doing it fully L'shem shamayim how do he know? Says the Shabbos Rabbim Our Pasek gets hinted to El Achubaksuva Bapasik Fayhi kedabra El Yosef Yom Yom veloshama Eleha. What does that mean? She tried to get him every single day. Yom Yom. Day in, day out. Mizahib Yosef Yosef realized the Yetzer Tov doesn't work so hard. The lasso's dove, Lomishakni im The Yetzer Tov tries to get her to do something. That's it. Doesn't work. We lose it. We're inspired for a moment if we don't act based on that inspiration. You know, we hear something. We want to do a mitzvah. We want to do a project. We want to do a ma'isah chesed. We're about to get stuck up. But then the, the, the opportunity finishes. Okay, okay. Maybe next time. The, 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 our, our, good, our mitzvah conscience doesn't work so hard. It doesn't push us. Um y'zashi otavlo yom yom And this was every single day. Yosef said, this can't be the Yisotov. Can't be. O si, shem, may, si, says the Alshach Hakadosh. Rabin the Al asks, why is that true? Why is it that the Yitzar Tov? Why is it that the Tov tries one time, boom, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's not fair. Why did that Kadosh Baruch Hu, create them equally? Are Yitzar Tov and Yitzharah same power, same same exact strength, same exact consistency? No. Yitzar Tov is much weaker. You've got to work really hard. That'll be really hard. To get up to catch a plane, to go on vacation, no problem. To get up to go to Minion? It's just, every day's a challenge. Every day's a challenge. Why? Why? I'm not saying vacation is bad. It's not the eighths of it's just, just like just the contrast. Says the Al Ella 13. He gives a marshal. Let's say in the business world. Margolis and tovos. If you have a merchant who has beautiful diamonds to sell, beautiful stones, the merchant doesn't have to do too so much convincing. He just puts out his wares, and everybody flocks to his store. Doesn't have to do it. It speaks for itself. The merchandise speaks for itself. Put it out, boom. That's it. If I don't sell it here, I'll sell it in a different marketplace. I'm not worried, says the merchant. Line 16. If somebody has real shoddy material, you know, and he's trying to cover it up, make it look good. He runs outside. He tries to say, oh, come in. I have great stuff. Please come in. Oh, you have to see this. Let me show you. Try it out. He tries everything in the world. Because the merchandise is pretty bad. It's inferior quality, so you've got to work really hard to make a sale. A dov'er tov, you don't need to be convinced. So too regarding our inyin. I got a mitzvah here. I got Torah here. There's nothing like it. It's the best schoor in the world. It's the best merchandise in the world. It doesn't have to work so hard because if we just use our brain a little bit and think about the eternity that we get by buying this stock. I'll buy stock in Beeker Cholim. And I'll buy, buy stock in haknasas Archim. That stock lasts forever. You don't need insider information for that. Right? It's known for all. Tov Baladim Lidavik Karabi Asher Hi he doesn't try so hard. Because if we just look at what's in front of us, it'll be great. He's trying to sell us Averis. He's trying to sell us lashin Hara. If we think a little bit, it's, it's, it's dangerous. It's, it's terrible. See, said, so we think a little bit, that's why he has to work so hard. Every single day. Yom, 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 Yom. And that's how Yosef atzadet knew. Yosef knew, maybe deep down there are some good intentions, but so hard she's working... So hard, forget it. It's not natural. With this, we could connect and switch over to Hanukkah a little bit. We know we have the goods. Ashreinu Matotchel Kainu. The greatest merchandise in the world is the Torah. Says the Wekach Vahaliba, Rabram Shore, in a Sefer on Hanukkah, he points out an amazing Pshat of the Mepharshim on Mishnahis. The Mishnah in Midos and, Mish- and a Mishnah in Kalim. Two not-so-well-known famous Mishnahis. Midos is at the end of Seder Kachim, talks all about the measurements of the base of Migdash Kalim is the first Masechta in Seder Taras. It has the distinction of being the longest Masechta. Generally, when there's a yard site that you put up, you know, the is Kalim is generally one of the last ones filled in. Sometimes they, they split it up. It has 30 prokin. 10, 10, and 10, or even 5, five, six times you try your best try your best so the Mishneh Midos tells us describing the Beis HaMikdash on the inside of Harabayas, before you get to the little area known as the Chel which is a little area right before you get to the inside Azara, there was a fence a Soreg there were thirteen broken areas in the Soreg parts Malcha the Greeks made 13 breaches in the Soreg Chazru when Chal when the Yavanim were defeated and the Chashmonaim and the were able to bring back the Malchus so then they closed up the walls The the law was the Din was it's also quoted in the Mishnah in Shkalim whenever a Jew passed by one of those breaches closed up you do a Heshtach you bow down to remember the Neis nice, to remember the Neis nice that occurred 13 Nishtach Why, dafka? did the Yavanim break that wall? They didn't go further in. They didn't break the wall of the Azara, mamish. They didn't break the wall of Harabayas, by the Kotel, the outside wall. They only broke that wall that surrounds a little area that's before the Azara. It says, if I'm sure, just look at another Mishnah. It's beforeish. The first parak in Kalem describes the Eser Kadushos, the ten Kadushos of the world. Eretz is more Makudesh than Khusla Eretz. Yerushalayim is more Makudesh than Eretz Harabai is more Makudesh than Yerushalayim. It keeps going all the way till the Kodesh Kadashim. All the way, the ten Kadushos. And the Mishnah describes what makes something more Kadush than something else. Certain people can't go to certain places. Kodesh only the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippurim into the Heichal. Only the Kohanim doing the Avoda by the Menorah, by the by the Shulchan, the Azarah. Everything is one less. What's the border of the Chel, the Soreg, which is outside the area called the Chel? What did that border symbolize? Says the Mishnah in Kalem, source thirteen. Harabai because there was off limits for certain for in a certain um, to, uh, people who were Tamei, HaChel, the Chel which was right inside the Soreg, which had 13 breaches, was more Makudosh, Shein Goyim Utmei Meis Nechnasim Lasham. Non-Jews were not allowed in. That soreg was the border. Reva Shor says, what were the Yavanim about? They wanted to show there's no difference between your God and our God's your relationship and our relationship. You can have your temple. Remember, the Yavanim did not want to destroy the base of Migdash. What did they want to do? They wanted to be Matami to Migdash. I told my Talmidim today. You know what they did? You know what the Yavanim did? They ran into the. They probably went into the base of Migdash. They took a piece of Nevela, piece of dead meat from an animal, and they just went around touching everything. They went around touching it because they wanted to be metameyat. They wanted to say, there's nothing special here. There's nothing unique. There's nothing tar. There's nothing pure. You have a building. Okay, wonderful. We have a building too. It's all chitzonius. That's not, nothing unique to the Torah. You have your laws. We have our laws. It's all the same. Right? Even the word yavan, people have pointed out, the word yavan, yud vav nun, there's no insight to those letters. The only three letters in the Aleph base. It's all what you see in front of you. That's it. It's all chitzonius. There's nothing inside because there's nothing special. You're just like us. Be like us. Come to the gym. Right? There's nothing special. That's what the Yvonneim said. That's why the Dafka broke their perzes, their prazos were in the soreg. Were in the wall that separated where they weren't allowed to go because there's nothing special. Says Rabbi Avraham, sure, Iker Melchemes Yavon, Haysel Levateil, Ahevdo Ben Yisrael La'Amim. What's to this the separation? Masha Yisrael Choshim Kihei Ma'am Nivchar. We think we're the Am and we say Asher Bachar Banu, and we think there's something special, like we just said. The H 12 doesn't have to work hard, right? Because we know we got the goods, we got the merchandise. Says the says the V'shar uh, Bas Rabim, because we know that, but they said we don't do that, and that's why. What did they target? They brought these Pirzes and Kalkain Gazu Neged Gimel Mitzvos the three mitzvahs that maybe symbolize our special connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rosh Chodesh we set the calendar HaKadosh Baruch Hu listens Shabbos non-Jew is not allowed to keep Shabbos special brismila the special bris that was given to the Jews HaGasam that's the mitzvahs that they targeted because this is what Hanukkah is about our Simcha on is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu kept the menorah lit the menorah symbolizes that HaKadosh Baruch presence always resides amongst us. That is the special uh, simcha that we have on Chanukah. Right? There is no chiv se'uda. As many point out, why not? Because it's all spiritual. We have to have extra shi'urim on Extra limud. Why? Because they wanted to say that we don't have something special. And we know that we have the most special merchandise in the world. He shows us we make that bracha every day because that's what is unique, and they couldn't handle that. And we say we are supposed to be a light unto the unto the nations. That's what a kaddish chose shows us as. Just want to end with one other thought in Yannai Chanukah, which I saw this year. Again, yeah, some of you might have seen this before. I never saw it before this year, but another. Remez in the name Chanukah. Another Remez in the name Chanukah. Where does Chanukah come from? So we know Chanukah, the most famous, Right, They rested on the 25th. That's when the war was over. Chanukhafei. Fine. What else? Another one of the messages said is that we know there's a machlokas between Beishamah and Basilel, Beis whether we light candles one to eight or eight to one. Machlokas, different reasons given in the Mesecha Shabbos. One to eight or eight to one. So we've want one to eight like Beishilel. Chanukah That's Chanukah You spell it out That's another one But I saw a third one This year from Yosef Chaim Sonnenfeld, One of the greats 1920s in Yerushalayim Yosef Chaim Sonnenfeld Quoted here in the commentator's al And he points out another one of the famous questions About Chanukah and that is Why isn't Chanukah in Mishnais? Rabbi Yudha lived 400 years after the story of Chanukah. And yet he chose, and it was obviously done specifically. He didn't just forget it. Rabbi Yudha doesn't forget things. Right? He specifically left out Hilchas Chanukah. Hilchas Purim made it in. We have a Mesechas Megillah. And you can't tell me, oh, there's not enough Hilchas Chanukah, because there's not enough Hilchas Purim either. It only takes up half of Mesechta. The other half of the Mesechta is Hilchas Kriyas HaTorah Right? So so you don't need all Mesechta. The Ramah put them together. Maybe the Nasi could have put them together. Meseches Megillah of the Chanukah. Whatever you want to call it. He specifically left it out. Why? It's mentioned six times Derek Agav. It comes up, by the way, you know, what are you supposed to lean on Chanukah? The Mishnah of Megillah says, oh, you lean from the Nesim. Or the Mishnah Babakama says, if you own a camel, which has a big load and you're walking through a little marketplace, so if your load, somebody has a candle outside their store and your load lights on fire and then his store burns down, it's his fault. What do you put the candle outside for? Unless it's Chanukah, then he was allowed to put out the candle. That's Chanukah in Mishnahis. Why don't you tell me? Mitzvahs near Chanukah, near Shabbos. Give me some Mahadrin, Mahadrin and a Mahadrin. Nothing. You can bring me Kurum until Chanukah. Wonderful. Thank you. Where is Chanukah? So the Gemara tells us in Maseches Yuma, Daf Chavtes, Source Fifteen, Amar Avasi, Lo Menim Shal Esther L'Shachar, loma lecha. Ma sov Sof Kalalayla Af Esther Sof Kalanisim. Chanukah was not meant to be written down. What does that mean? We have a misorah. It's already quoted in Rashi, in Parshish Kisisa, that there are 24, 24 books of of um, of Tanakh. 24 books of Tanakh. Where is Chanukah? I'm sorry. Maybe left it out of Mishnah. Did I say it wrong? Let's finish the... Um, the uh, <clears throat> I, I, I was answering a different question I got ahead of myself there are many answers to the question of why it's not in the Mishnayis uh, but I, I wanted to ask the other question of why it's not in Tanakh that's the one I wanted to, uh, to answer why it's not in Mishnayis there are other answers given to that but, um, but let's do the, 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 this question of why it's not in Tanakh why is it not in Tanakh so says the, uh, says the Gemara Meseches Yuma it's not meant nital what does that mean? so we have a Mishnayis that there are 24 books of Tanakh Rashi quotes that says of Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld, Chanukah would have been a 25th book about the story of Chanukah. The Megillah, the story of Purim is in in Tanakh, but not the story of Chanukah. And it's hinted to in the name Chanukah. Where do you see it from? says of Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld. (laughs) Ches Nevi'im, Vav Ksuvim, Hei of the Chamesh Megillos. Ches Nevi'im, there are eight books of Nevi'im. Yoshua Shoftim Shmuel Malachim, Yishayo Yoy Yecheskel, and Shreyavsar. Eight books of Nevi'im. That's Ches. Ches Nevi'im. Vav Ksuvim. There are six books of Ksuvim. The three Sifrei Amet, Eov, Mishle, Tehillim, Daniel. Ezra Nechemi is one book. And Divri Hayamim. And then the five Megillos. In the word Hanukkah, you have hidden the entire Tanakh. The entire Tanakh. There's no room for Hanukkah. Because we have a Missoar that is only 25, 24 books. You can't have Chanukah in there. And maybe that's another reason, depth, why it is called why it is called Hanukkah. Maybe because I just asked the question by mistake. I'll give an answer to the previous question. And that is, I apologize for going out of order, for being a little confusing, but I'll give an answer. And that is, why isn't Chanukkah in Mishnayis? Getting back to the other question, the Chassam Sofer says maybe it's based on a Rambam. The Rambam writes, there are a number of other halachos that are not mentioned in Mishnayis. Hilchus tefillin. Hilchus Sitzes. Hilchas mezuzah are nowhere in Mishnayis those are major, major, major areas as well says the Rambam he writes this in his Pirushim Mishnayis and Meseches Menachos that any mitzvah that is Chaviv that is beloved that is done so well by Klal Yisrael and there's no chance that they're going to forget it Review the Nazi didn't record why? because the whole purpose of writing Mishnayis is that we don't forget things that was why he wrote Mishnayis in the first place. Hilchas tefillin, everybody wears tefillin, Rabbi Hudanasi thought. I don't have to put that into Mishnayis. Sits is mezuzah. Says the Chassam Sofer, the mitzvah of Hanukkah is beloved to the Jewish people. Any Jew, no matter how assimilated, has a menorah in the window. Maybe there are other things in the window also, Chamonel line But there's a menorah in the window because this is the Pintel yid. this is the Chavivus of the mitzvah. And that's why it's not in Mishnayis. It's not in Tanakh. It's not in Mishnayis. The ultimate in Torah Shabbal But this is Chanukah, our special connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We have the goods, like we said before. They wanted to be mavatel our connection. We celebrate our connection, and that is our Alanisim. Though it's hidden, it's nowhere in Tanakh. It's nowhere in Mishnayis. We still celebrate what the holiday symbolizes. Okay, we'll stop here. Next week we will have a she'er. Parsha's Miketz, and in Yonah, Chanukah.